Hello everyone, welcome to the Shah's Wellbeing Podcast. It has been a long time since I have recorded an episode, uh, but today I just had an incline to record one and honestly I completely forgot that I even had a little podcast, but yeah, I just feel like talking about something that I'm sure a lot of you um, have experience with. Um, but I want to share my experience and, um, you know, my history with it, um, my insights. But yeah, I'm sure you want to know what we're talking about. And that is anxiety. Because long before I had an eating disorder, I had anxiety. Um, and I'm sure many of you go through the same thing. I know I have talked to a lot of yous, not only about um, your struggles with disordered eating but your struggles with anxiety so hopefully you can get something out of this episode but yeah let's get into it so I guess I'll just start off talking about my experience with anxiety um, and then we'll go from there but I'd say I've always been a very anxious person um, ever since I was a little kid you know I used to always get anxious um, about things. It was mostly when I was younger about, you know, all the things that a lot of people get anxious about, you know, um, talking to new people, having to speak in front of the class, um, their, you know, anxiety before a test. It was all those things. Um, it wasn't until I'd say I was 13, so a teenager, that it, you know, manifested into something else and into something bigger something that I felt like I couldn't control it kind of became anxieties about philosophical things like uh you know I'm gonna have to live forever um you know what's gonna happen if the world um I don't know the world's ending you know all those philosophical things that we can't control and that you know probably aren't going to impact us and we really don't need to be worrying about but I felt like I had to spend a lot of my time, a lot of my time worrying about it. And then it progressed from that to just worrying about, you know, things that I didn't even know about, just feeling worried constantly, but I couldn't pinpoint what was triggering that worry. Um, so yeah, it's over time, it's just changed and molded into new things, into bigger things, into things that are harder to get um, at the root cause and know what the root cause is. Um, yeah, that's basically what has happened. I feel like the word anxiety has just become so generalized. I just feel like, you know, like, it is a disorder, but I feel like it's getting used to just describe almost anything sometimes. Like, this gives me anxiety, um, this person gives me anxiety, you know, so on. It's just kind of become a word that's thrown around without having, like, that feeling of meaning and significance because anxiety is a significant mental health disorder. But I feel like it's kind of just... Compared to some other disorders, you know, like eating disorders and um, 
other mental health disorders, I feel like anxiety and depression are kind of just generalized and it's like, you know, everyone uses it as if they have it. And um, feelings of being depressed and feelings of being anxious, I believe everyone probably has them, everyone would have them, but actual anxiety and actual depression, there is a significant difference between that and just feeling anxious and feeling depressed. Um, Like I'm guilty of it as well. I'm guilty of just throwing the word around. Um... I think we all are we all just kind of you know society's gotten to this point where it's just like these words have just become ingrained in like they're kind of considered an emotion rather than a disorder at least that's how I feel and that's why you know I wanted to make this episode to show that anxiety is more than you know what society kind of you know pitches it to be Um, yeah, in saying that, I want to talk about how anxiety manifests for me because anxiety, it presents so differently for all of us, but we do share common characteristics, um, when it comes to how our anxiety manifests, um, physically and mentally. I just want to share, you know, some things I have realized about how my anxiety um you know comes to life um that sounds really like I'm saying it's a good thing but it's not um but yeah so you know physically for me it's kind of like this outer body experience it's like it just out of nowhere I can't I don't know when it's going to come on like I can't it's not like when you know I have I used to have a test coming up and I'd be like okay I'm gonna feel anxious because I am not prepared for this test and I have to take a test tomorrow morning at 9am like I can tell when the feelings of anxiousness are going to come on but with my anxiety now I I don't know like it could come on in the most you know exciting happy times I'm having I could be out with friends and family, like living my best life and it could just rush over me. And as I said, it like takes away from my reality. It's like everything around me, it just stops. And all of a sudden it's just, it's quiet. It's like all I can hear is like my breathing, um, my thinking. I can't hear anything around me. It's like Literally, like, the world around me is stopping and it feels surreal. Like, it just, it's the weirdest thing ever. And I heard someone describe it like this. I can't remember who, but they said it's like you're in a movie set. It's like all of a sudden everything around you seems so fake and not real. And it's like someone could just click their fingers and a curtain could fall down and you would be by yourself just in darkness by yourself with your thoughts and that's like exactly how it feels for me and I yeah the person that said that had it spot on because that's what for me at least it feels like it just feels like everything around me just loses its realness and authenticity 
um, all the people around me, whatever situation is occurring, just turns like really insignificant and yeah so that's like the main thing that happens to me um the other thing is feeling like I cannot control my physical like physiological processes I guess it's like my breathing I can't control it um even like sometimes I just feel like a rush of fatigue come over me and I can't move um my like trying to speak kind of it becomes yeah really staggered I can't get the words well I always can't get my words but it's just yeah it's hard to make conversation make sentences um and yeah it's just a a whole cascade of physical um reactions that I feel like I can't control um and yeah the main thing I'd say is the breathing like for me that's why breathing techniques and you know meditation work so well for me because for me my anxiety just my breathing it it just like you know I can't feel like I can't control it and then it's kind of just this um ripple on effects like you can't control your breathing so then, you know, your breathing gets really, um, what's the word? I don't know what it's called. Hi- yeah, you hyperventilate. Um, and then, you know, that leads on to being less and less able to control your breathing. And then you hyperventilate more. And it's just you go around in circles. Um, but yeah, there's some of the physical ways my anxiety manifests. Mentally, it's like your brain just controls you it's just like your thoughts become so loud and they feel like you know people just like your thoughts you feel like they're like grabbing on your head I don't know how to explain it but it's just like they're they're there and your rational normal thoughts about things not related to anxiety just become engorged with the anxious thoughts and they can't they can't speak for themselves. Um, it's just, yeah, I um, honestly, I feel like I cannot control my thoughts. I cannot control my behaviors. It just, it feels like I can't control it. And that's why my anxiety has made me lash out, you know, at my, my family, even sometimes my friends, it's just made me do things that afterwards I'm like, why did I say that? Why did I do that? Why did I act in that way? Um, but It's like I can't control it. And I'm sure a lot of you um, who have anxiety relate. It's like you can't, you can't control it. And that's why you feel so trapped in this. And that's why anxiety affects people so much because it's like they can't get rid of these thoughts. And um, yeah, it's just, it's not fun. (laughs) So that's kind of how my anxiety manifests when it's about about nothing specific like it's just anxiety I feel but I can't pinpoint why I'm feeling it or what's triggered it it's just it just rushes over me and I don't know there's no specific thing that I'm anxious about but I also have anxiety in a way that it's like things that people like you know they 
they think about um, and they question and they might feel a little bit worried about these things for me are just magnified like one million times. It's like it the smallest of problems or altercations or anything just becomes the biggest thing in my mind and I can be thinking about it 24 hours a day and then I can be thinking about it for weeks, for months and it just won't go away. Like there might be times where um, it's not controlling me but it just, yeah, won't go away. Like things like something I said to a person, it could just, like it could be not that significant and the person would not think about it they might have thought about it for five seconds after, but then they wouldn't have thought about it since. And I would be thinking about this for sometimes months after. It would just keep, the thought just would stay in my head and it would just like amplify and become massive and I can't get rid of it. And that, like, so that's another way my anxiety comes across. Like at the moment, um, I just recently got a bad result on a test. Like I've never failed a test in my life, but I failed my first test. And, you know, most people would be upset about that and they'd move on. But for me, this happened like a month or two ago, but I can tell you every single day since I've got that result, I have been worrying sick about the future. Like, am I not smart enough? And am am I not going to pass uni? what am I going to do now? What's going to happen with my life? And it just becomes like the biggest problem. Like, oh no, my life is screwed just because I failed one test. Um, And like it, yeah, everything just becomes a big thing for me, like way too, way too large in comparison to what it should be. And I just can't, I ruminate on thoughts and I can't get rid of them. And it takes a long time to get rid of them. Like eventually they go away, but it just feels like it takes forever. I also want to mention how my anxiety, I think personally, has influenced my disordered eating. Um, I'm not saying anxiety was the sole cause for my disordered eating because I believe it was like, for me at least, heaps of different things heaps of different factors interplaying but I think anxiety was one of them and or at least I think my anxiety exacerbated it like made it a lot worse um because you know I probably already had those disordered behaviors but then I kind of felt like they were a coping mechanism for my anxiety and then it just kind of spiraled from there because anxiety makes you feel so out of control, especially when I would have those, you know, panic attacks and um, anxiety attacks just out of nowhere. And, you know, you feel like you're completely out of control and like you can't physically or mentally control anything. But, um, you know, my disordered eating, I guess, for me, I know a lot of it was about control. And because you're controlling your food and exercise, it's like, you feel like you're in control with at least something if you feel like everything else is out of control. So I feel like that was a way to control my anxiety. And honestly, like it felt like I was 
controlling my anxiety. Like it felt like my anxiety was better. But I think that was only because I was so caught up in my disorders, you know, my disordered thoughts that I um, just forgot what anxiety, what my anxiety felt like. And yeah, kind of my anxiety moved on to food. Like I was always anxious about food um, during that time. And now that I am like recovering and, you know, the disordered mindset is slowly shrinking, it's kind of like my other anxieties are coming back. And that's not good because um, it's still, even though it's not my eating disorder, it's still a disorder that's affecting my life. Um, And it's definitely not as bad as it was prior to um, having my eating disorder. And I'd say during my eating disorder, even though I felt like I didn't have anxiety at the time, um, I can definitely looking back tell that I did. And I was just telling myself I didn't, but, um, now I feel like it, you know, it's still there, but as I have learned, um, how my anxiety presents and everything else, I feel like I am starting to develop some coping strategies, which I want to talk about. Um, so for me, uh, definitely just when I get those anxiety attacks and the panic attacks and those, you know, out of body experiences, just kind of just surrendering to it, if that makes sense. Um, like rather than, you know, starting to shorten my breath and like worry and, you know, stress out even more about what's happening to me as well as you know, the feel, having the feeling of already being anxious. I like to just kind of like let it happen, um, you know, let these feelings come and go and also work on my breathing, like breathe very slow, as slow as I can in that moment um, and just kind of, you know, come back to basics. Like we all hear this one, what can I see? What can I think, uh, uh, feel? Uh, what can I hear? What can I taste? Like just the small things, knowing that you're okay and, you know, this will pass and that helps me a lot. And I feel like now when I have these anxiety attacks, it's not, you know, as severe, you know, I kind of just leave the room if I'm around people or go to the bathroom um, and just take a moment for it to pass because it always, it always passes and um, it doesn't last forever and you know, the quicker I can accept that it's going to come and go, uh, the quicker it will come and go and I can uh, recover after. So that's one thing I do like to do. Another thing is definitely, as I said, meditation, um, yoga, anything that, you know, I can slow down my breathing because I believe that your breathing, you know, it affects your physical response and responses to things like to your mental um, you know, your thoughts and everything. Um, it affects it so much. Um, so just working on my breathing and just slowly, I don't like to do intense yoga practices, but you know, ones where you slowly stretch or move your muscles and, um, just, you know, know that you're here and you've got control of your body and you've got control of your muscles, um, how you move them, um, you know, how you respond to things. It kind of reminds me of that in a way. Um, and even like, you know, 
I've got a few favorites when it comes to yoga practices on YouTube and on apps. Um, and I love some of them in the way they just talk about, um, you know, they make what you're doing in yoga and meditation relevant to what's going on in your life. Um, and it just makes you feel heard and everything else. That's another thing I love to do. Um, also going outside because I find that, you know, being inside, it can just make you feel even more anxious because when you have anxiety, you're like, you feel like your mind is make, putting you in a confined space. But when you're inside, especially if it's a very small space, you can feel even more confined in that space. Um, so being outside, you know, um, seeing the world, when the weather's nice, it is a massive bonus. Um, just being outside can remind you that you're not trapped. Um, I like to, you know, I know for me at least, if I'm inside for like too long of periods of time, it just really, it really affects me. And it's crazy how something as simple as going outside can change my mood and change um, what emotions I'm feeling. So I like to spend as much time as possible outside. I like to, you know, study outside and do all the things I need to do outside um, because it, yeah, it really helps me. I think for me at least, that's the biggest game changer. And lastly, I would say just talking to someone you trust. Um, you know, it can feel so scary to talk about anxiety because as I said um, earlier in the episode, it's kind of just the word is thrown around and that's, you know, it makes it feel like it doesn't have as much meaning and that people that actually are suffering from severe anxiety, you know, they're struggles don't matter as much and as if that you know everyone else feels them so why should we care about them but your feelings are valid and anxiety is a real thing and it impacts people's lives it impacts their day-to-day -day lives their mental functioning their physical functioning um their relationships with others it can impact someone's life severely to the point of changing their whole life um and sadly even ending their life and that's why anxiety is so important to me um well anxiety awareness is so important to me because it's affected my life it's affected um, a lot of people I know um their life and I'm sure it's affected many of your life lives um sorry and it's just something that I think is we need to talk about it more like the impacts and what like anxiety actually feels like not just feeling anxious before a test um you know the anxiety where you just don't know why you're anxious and you feel like you're out of control and you don't know what to do you feel helpless and hopeless we need to talk and bring more awareness to that um but yeah as I said just talking to someone you trust um or even just talking to someone someone you don't know um, there are so many helplines out there. Um, if you don't want to, you know, go to therapy, there are heaps of support organizations um, in every country um, and every nation. Um, but just talking to someone and, you know, telling them if you know why you're anxious, telling them why. If you don't know, just telling them how you feel so they can kind of take some of that 
weight off you because when you have anxiety, honestly, it feels like you have all this weight on your shoulders and um, you just need to get rid of some of that weight. Even if it's a little bit, it will make a difference um, because you don't need to be carrying all this baggage, um, all these thoughts um, and all these emotions. You don't deserve to be carrying them. You deserve to be focusing on the good in life and anxiety can make you feel like there's no good and that you have to be focusing on these negative things, these things that instill feelings of worry in us as people. Um, but you don't and you deserve to live a life that is happy and free of um, these intrusive thoughts. So, yeah, just talking to someone and knowing that you are not alone, um, I'm here for all of you and I'm honestly rooting for you all and hope that um, whatever you're going through and whatever level of anxiety you are experiencing and however it impacts your life, whatever your anxiety is about, and even if you don't know what it is about, you like me, it just, you know, comes over you and you don't know why you're feeling anxious, um, you deserve the help um, you need. And I know for me at least, because a lot of the time I don't know why I'm anxious and because honestly my life is pretty amazing. Like I am very blessed and I know not everyone is like me. You know, I have a, a good stable family unit. Um, I have good friends. I live in a safe um, environment, a safe neighborhood. I am very lucky and honestly, I cannot think of anything in my life that is really, you know, bad at all. But the only thing um, that I would change is these thoughts and all the mental health struggles I've had. And sometimes I feel awfully guilty for struggling with, you know, my eating disorder and struggling with anxiety because it's like, why should I be struggling um, why should I get attention if my life on paper seems perfect? Um, why, you know, why am I taking up people's time, you know, having to tell them about my anxiety and all my struggles when really, do I really have any struggles? I've felt like that before and, you know, that's something I have, you know, come to accept even even if, you know, it may seem like I have nothing to be worried about and like my life is a good life, um, my feelings are still valid. My feelings of feeling anxious and not knowing why they're still valid. And I hope you feel the same way. Um, um, I hope you know that your feelings are valid no matter what circumstances and situations you see yourself in and no matter what your life looks like because anyone can experience anxiety or any mental health disorder for that matter like they do not discriminate and that is something that I have learned and something I preach because um it does not matter what walk of life you're from or who you are or what you look like or your genetics you can experience anything and that's the cruelty of life but you know, we've just got to come to accept that, um, you know, we deserve the help we get, um, we, we need. And 
Sorry, my words start to jumble. This is how I can tell that I don't know what I'm saying next and that I'm feeling overwhelmed. Anyway, um, I got a little bit emotional there. But I think I'm going to leave it at that. Um, As I said, I just wanted to talk about my anxiety because, you know, I always talk about my eating disorder because that was a massive part of my life. But I avoid talking about my anxiety because I feel like it's kind of just, you know, thrown around. Like there's a million things out there about anxiety, whereas about eating disorders, there's not very much. But yeah, I just want to share that and I've hoped I've helped some of you um, and maybe you've related to me and you feel comforted Um, but yeah and hopefully I can make more episodes on this podcast I kind of just go through phases where I'm really motivated and then phases where I'm just not so motivated but my goal is to share some more stuff with you guys because honestly talking on here is like a form of therapy for me Um, Talking about my feelings is definitely a way that I cope with them. So thank you for listening and I hope you all are having a lovely week. And for now, I will say goodbye.